You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Make sure you download the SEN app to never miss a tip from the Magic Man. Hello and welcome to the Form Lounge on your Friday, wherever you're listening, right around the country. It's midday here in Melbourne, Victoria. It's warm, it's hot, wherever you are. No doubt you are keeping cool. Uh, one topic we are going to talk about uh, a bit later today on SEN is heat waves. I'm sick of these heat waves. One or two days is not a heat wave. I think there might be a few others that agree with me. Hey, big show coming up. Big, big show coming up. Gabnut to join me very, very shortly from the Ma Eustace team. Then we go to Tom Inglis for the Hong Kong Mail. Terry Layton for Mail Out of the West. And then Jack Watts before the news. After the news, after the news, I keep telling you we're trying to change things up. A few things a little bit differently. Hugh Fitzpatrick's going to jump in the studio and join me. And we're going to get Mick uh, Age and Jimmy from the Cast Patrol off, uh, off TikTok. They're TikTok sensations, these boys. They've got a good podcast. I like their content. They've interviewed Gay Waterhouse. I love their NRL. So we'll have a chat to the boys from the Cast Patrol and no doubt uh, have a laugh or two. They look like good fun and good fellas. They're doing a great, great job uh, there with their TikTok. So uh, we'll give that a wrap as well. Also, Shane Curlio to join me for Curlio's Corner and my best bets right around the country. And I just want to mention, off the top, this weekend's racing is nothing short of red hot. Absolutely nothing short of red hot. And I'm going to be shopping value all weekend. Now, it's time for the superstar from the Ma Eustace team. I speak at Cabinet. Hitatsu clings on and Hitatsu wins the derby. The first since Mahogany to do the double. I speak of Gab Nutt and your dreams come true with the Ma Eustace crew. And Gab joins me from the golf course of all places where the Ma Eustace golf day is underway. How are you, Gab? Hello, Miles. How are you? I'm good. Very uh, well. Hey, uh, what are you playing or are you driving a drinks car? I'm the chief hydration officer. So, uh, yeah, my job my job is easy. I just get to make people happy and offer them drinks all the time. Fantastic. Whereabouts are you today? You're out at Ainsbury, aren't you? In Ainsbury, yeah. Lovely day. Sun is shining. Uh, David Eustace tells me that he's striking them well, which is good. He can be very uh, hot and cold, and everyone seems to be having a great time. So they're probably... Just over halfway through, uh, so they hopefully should be done before this um, real heat kicks in. But there's a nice breeze up here, so, so I think it's keeping them all pretty happy. So very hot and cold in regards to golf or just as a personality in general? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, just golf. <laughs> He's always good. Gab, uh, look, we'll, we'll try and chat a bit about Blue Diamond and I and me, but firstly, uh, I think on behalf of all the listeners, I want to congratulate you on uh, on pushing them into cooling gather nice and early. What a win. Oh, fantastic. That was honestly one of the greatest thrills. Like, I was just thinking as I was listening to that little intro, we can just make it a cool and gutter shrine now. Yeah, I reckon. After last weekend. <laughs> I reckon we might have to get cool and gutter into the intro after it was tipped there. Now, there is another yeah. horse. Before we touch on the Blue Diamond, there is another horse that Kieran's given a good push to. I'm liking you've given a good push to as well. And that is I Am Me in the Oakley Plate. Now, this is as good at Oakley Plate as competitive, I mean, that I can remember. This is red hot. Yeah, completely. But, like, we think that she is right up to the task. She's 12 starts, seven wins. She's won her last, I think, four in a row. And she just keeps stepping up to the mark. I think in one of her 1,200-metre races at Randwick, she's clocked the third fastest 
record time behind Yes, Yes, Yes when he won the Everest. So she's a she's a horse that we have a lot, a lot of time for. We have a massive opinion of her. Um, she was purchased actually at the English Premier Sale by Adam Watt Dynamic Syndications. Um, and they've been so patient with her, just um, letting us sort of go through the motions with her and try and um, get her to where she is. They've had plenty of patience and she's just kept improving. You know, the first start she had around Colbert and then she was running, you know, country race meetings um, in New South Wales and she just keeps stepping up. So it's it's a real thrill. And should she run well, um, obviously, on the weekend, then I think she's got a pretty big year ahead and, you know, even potentially perhaps an Everest should she continue to step up, but uh, she's very exciting indeed. Liking Something the... about Kieran and, and sprinting mares. <laughs> yeah, there certainly is. Uh, there certainly is. You guys are flying at the moment, and you've got a pretty good hand in the Blue Diamond. Now, we've spoken about Steel City at length. Only lost to Learning to Fly and a Red Resistance. One of them won from 15 after that in a freakish performance, favourite for the slipper. The other one broke a two-year-old class record. You've pulled the right rein here uh, going to the Blue Diamond, and you're drawn perfectly. Yeah, look, she's she's obviously got the better draw of the two of our runners. Um, as you said, two very smart horses that she's uh, ran second to. Kieran, obviously trained merchant, uh, knows fair about fair bit about the breed. Um, so he thinks that putting the shades on is going to work. Uh, she's galloped in them. So uh, the team's been happy with her, Dave and Lucy. Um, yeah, have been happy with her. So, look, she, I think, you know, in terms of favours, um, she gets she gets a much better draw than um, poor old VC. But, look, she's a super exciting horse. The horse we picked up at Magic Millions last year um, from a very, very well-bred family. So uh, she's definitely in with a great chance uh, one, tomorrow. One thing I quickly want to touch on is the fact that, that although these race, you know, they race in Johnny O'Neill's colours and they race in Best Bloodstock's colours, is... These are the horses that have been sourced from your bloodstock team. Uh, I mean, you know, some people yeah. do think that the horses come in, but their purchases by the Ma Eustace team and your bloodstock team, Will Born and Crew. Yeah, look, we have a we have a dedicated team um, led by Kieran and Dave that features, you know, myself, Will. Um, he's obviously at the helm, and Leanne. And yeah, we we take a lot of time. We analyse a lot of pedigrees, uh, do hours of inspections, and both these two. Um, yeah, we sourced and at the sales, you know, we always sit down with our clients and we sat down with Jared beforehand and we lined up on this filly and he said, yeah, let's do this together. That's Jared of Best Bloodstock. And then um, before VC went through the ring, we, yeah, we touched base with Aussie and Matt Becker, who does Aussie's work and John O'Neill and, and they were all pretty keen to get into this cult. So, um, you know, we sort of knew before they went through the ring that, that these guys were all really keen on them and that, you know, that helps us and, gives us a lot of uh, sort of faith um, knowing that, you know, we've got great support um, behind us, willing to jump into, you know, Will and Kieran's decisions when it comes to selecting these yearlings. Gab, I'm going to let you get back on the golf course because your great mate Tommy Inglis <laughs> is, is, uh, is up right after <laughs> you. And uh, I knew that you wouldn't be swinging a golf club today, but you have a great day. <laughs> Say good day to the crew out there for me. And uh, your, your best All no right. doubt for the weekend is going to be I Am Me. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think it's an I and me. She's a queen. So hopefully we can go uh, back to back in some uh, group one sprints with the girls. Uh, Gabby Rastar, we'll chat next week. See ya. Gab Nutt there from the Ma Eustace team. And uh, yeah, aren't they going well? Aren't they going well, especially with Colin Gaddett? Now, you've got a strong push from Kieran. 
on IME. You've got a push from Gabnut on IME. I'm giving a push. I'm backing a couple in the race. But, it, uh, yeah, I like it. I like it too. There'll be a couple there, but I'll mention that later. Uh, now let's go to, well, he's, uh, he's one of my favourites. Definitely one of my favourites. He was on fire last week too with a bit of value. Name is Tommy Inglis for Hong Kong with Tom Tom. Uh, that means money when you hear the Tokyo Drift. Still doesn't make any sense, Tommy, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. It's the best intro. Thanks for having me, Fitzy. Hey, uh, mate, we always talk about an Australian horse in Hong Kong um, that was here, that is now in Hong Kong, and we like to follow them along. Now, we want to talk about one called Kefi, which is an all-too-hard gelding that was here and that is now overseas. Yeah, so his last start in Australia, he did win a couple of races at uh, Ipswich for Van Dyke and then changed trainers. Um, went down to uh, Brad Widdup, but uh, yeah, in his last appearance, uh, he was second in the time honoured uh, Bondi Stakes. <laughs> so that. Uh, <laughs> um, and he has been enormous in Hong Kong. I think he's just really suited up there. So that race will actually be uh, the second leg of their uh, four year old series. Um, so I, that'll be that'll be a good race to watch. There's a few other Australian horses in there as well. Uh, just before we get into your best bets, I just wanted to um, chat to you about Zachy Purton maybe uh, coming over and riding a few horses. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, look, I, I think it's an always an interesting thing getting some of those top jockeys down. Um, they they always seem dominant in their where they're from, and then when they come here, they're probably not as as good. Uh, I think he'll be good. Though. I mean, he's obviously come. He's from Australia. Um, it'll be very interesting to see how he comes down and and how he goes. So he'll be definitely a good uh, jockey to to follow. There's a couple of uh, jockeys up in Hong Kong this weekend. Uh, Jamie Carr's up there. James McDonald and Blake Shin. They'll be they'll be going around. And Hugh Bowman's kids are still in uh, school up there. So I don't think he'll be going anywhere anytime soon. Gee whiz! So we're, we're, are we yeah. going to lose them all? No, no, no. They're just going. <laughs> I think they're just for these bigger for these bigger race meets. They're having a few international jockeys in just to um, yeah, just for you know for, for some of the other horses. Hey, uh, Tommy, let's get stuck into it now. A bit of bad luck. I think you had a winner at value last week, and then I think we went second, 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 and Bowman cost us twice, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. Uh, I, he's going to re- um, he's going to make a comeback, I think, this week. So. Uh, but yeah, it was look. It was a I think it was a nine dollar fifty winner first up, and then yeah, a couple of seconds. But you know that's racing. It is right. Let's get into them. Uh, your first is in race four, number one. Number yeah, that's it. Uh, Janu Flash, uh, Jamie Carr's riding. Um, yeah, size it's a couple of weeks between runs, and I think he'll just be cherry right for the run. So uh, he's probably the, the better one of the uh, of the day. Just another horse of note in that race. Um, there's another horse having his first start called Round the Globe. Now, his brother, it, uh, people might remember Giannis, who's a Group 1 winner in Australia. So, uh, Round the Globe, uh, number number seven in the same race. So, he'll be an interesting horse to follow for Australians. Right, your next best? Um, so, uh, race five, number three, Superb Boy. Uh, one of mine, a couple of weeks again between races, and I think that's going to suit him uh, this week. I think he's ready to go. Hugh Bowman to ride, so they can't uh, get us. Cross, you can do it for this. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey uh, and, uh, what'd you pay for him? You, you going to tell us or not? 
Yeah, he was a $300,000 purchase. Uh, and he won about 350000 in prize money Australian on his first start. So, yeah, the owners are very happy with him. Well, you might get them back asking for another one. <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. I'd say so. And your third? Um, race number six, number two. Uh, unpresuming. Um, I just think this is going to be his race. Um, yeah, look, Pert and on. He's just got a bit of a wide barrier. Um, that's the only sort of question mark. But I, he's just been trialling the house down and runs into a better race for him. Uh, he'll be better suited this week. So, yeah, I think he's definitely one to follow. Uh, Tommy, always love you jumping on. Uh, hopefully, Huey can't knock us off in two races this week. Um, but, it, look, we already had the kitty in from the $9.50 winner from you last week. I know the SEN track family are trying to find you uh, frantically at Mr. Tommy Inglis on Twitter to get your mail because no one knows it better than you. Uh, look forward to having a chat soon, mate. Maybe a beer at the races. Look forward to it, Miles. Thanks for having me. Tom Inglis there, absolute jet, dead set jet when it comes to horses in Hong Kong. And you know why? Because he buys them and sends them there. And uh, if you want the inside word, you got it. Um, that's exactly, exactly, exactly what you need. Bit of a push there too um, for Juno Flash. Race four, number one. His second best was race five, number three. Uh, and his third best was race six, number two, unpresuming. Um, we're going to go to a break. On the other side of this, Terry Layton to join me. Also, Jack Watts from Punt 123. And don't forget, we've got the boys from the Cars Patrol rolling in. I don't know if we've got... What have we got? Mick Aid or Jimmy. I'm not sure which one we've got. Huey will tell me coming up. He's going to come in and join me. Huey Fitzpatrick from the digital team. Also, Shane Curlio and best bets to come right around the country. We'll be back soon. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Make sure you download the SEN app to never miss a tip from the Magic Man. Welcome back to the Form Lounge. Miles Fitzner with you on SEN Track Around the Country. 0499 736 Terry Layton, two seconds away. Uh, Miles, your thoughts on Chain of Lightning in the Oakley? I'll get to that in a while, I promise. Um, someone said, hey, Milo, just a quick thanks. I back Cylinder at 34s for the slipper. After listening to you boys talk about him, will be nice if he wins it from Mug Punter. I'd be laying off personally, but um, hope it goes well. Hey, Fitzy, not sure if you have heard, but the Dedarang races have been called off. Something went amiss with the track. No racing, but the track will be open. No, Colby. I'm literally jumping in the car in half an hour to drive up there. Oh, spewing. That's crook. And someone said, hey, Miles, when and where are those tips for um, Tom Inglis for? They're for Hong Kong, mate, on the weekend. Hong Kong mail. Speaking of mail, this is this guy's, uh, well, he's the wizard. And no one strolls in the wild, wild west better than this man. He's got a strut about him. Terence Von Leighton, how are you, my friend? I'm very well, Miles. How are you? Um, look, I'm better after last weekend. I took him to the cleaners last weekend, just quietly. Did you really? That's yeah. just that's just a that's a standard Saturday for you, isn't it? Uh, no, no. It was just nice to have a. I've got to watch what I say these days. Copping a bit of heat. So just, just so <laughs> that to, well from me. I've had to, but no, I just had to back it off a few notches. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! That, that's probably not in your wheelhouse. I wouldn't have thought. No, not really, <laughs> not at all. No, hey, um, no, gee whiz. Oh, well, and I'm now flat because I was going to a bucks party tomorrow, and they've, they've just told me that someone's told me off the text. The races have been called off. 
Where, where were the races at? Dandarang? No, Dandarang, which is up near Mount Beauty. Dandarang. I think. Like, Deary me. Yeah, like, someone actually sent me the form guide, right, for the picnics. Now, this is no word of a is lie. It a, is it a dirt deck? No, grass, I think. But I've opened, I've opened up the form guide. I didn't even know the locations of where some of these horses have been running. Like, that's unbelievable. Um, so what are the lads going to do for the bucks do now? Well, I, I think we might just be going out. It's essentially just a big group of us going out in the middle of a paddock and having a turning one on, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I spewing. Ask any more questions on air, I don't think. Yeah, no, maybe not. Hey, uh, mate, last weekend, bit of bad luck. Geez, you copped some bad luck later in the day. Fair income. Oh, yeah, I don't think we caught bad luck. I think we just ran a lot of seconds. I think six of the nine uh, that we threw out in the podcast, at least. I think three or four of the ones we threw out in here ran seconds. So, yeah, we weren't far away. We just got uh, beaten by beaten by a track pattern uh, with a few of them, which we did allude to, and just beaten by some better horses. So that happens, though, but we weren't far away. So we're um, as long as you're close, it means the next winners are just around the corner. The one that I did manage to scrape, uh, I was talking about it with Gareth that morning just as a gag, was backing Man Crush because mm-hmm. I've got the biggest man crush on Luke Fernie, like for a multitude of reasons. Um, no, and- the moment um, the moment it found the fence, it was probably game over, to be honest. And the reason that uh, I was pretty happy taking man crush on was there's about four or five really good speed horses, well, quick speed horses, um, engaged underneath it. And all of them either didn't step or were really happy just to take a sit. And that surprised me. And um, the moment it found the fence, it was, uh, it was pretty much game over. Hey, let's go to this weekend because I think you and I might align on one in the Ascot Thousand Guineas, and that would be the one in Admiration Express. Yeah, well, it looks a real two-horse race to me. Um, the mar- I think the current market, um, the current market is basically bang on. What are we talking at the moment? About two twenty, Admiration Express four dollars feels playful. Yep. Um, look, normal luck. Admiration Express gets going at the right time. Chases. I'm, I'm pretty confident it'll get feels playful. Uh, the one thing I will say from a speed map point of view, it looks like feels playful. will find the lead really softly again. And I, I suspect the Breeze horse will be a horse by the name of Let Her Boogie, um, who the trainer actually is telling me that it's uh, absolutely flying. But I don't. I think that might be a bridge too far for Let Her Boogie. But the thing with Let Her Boogie is it may stop on Admiration Express. So when she gets going, it might be earlier than they um, than they want to. So that's the only the only sort of little bit of uh, trepidation with her is exactly how the map works out. But uh, yeah, I've got her about a two dollar ten favourite, so she should be very hard to beat. Uh and what are you doing in the detonator? Um I think Maricino uh looks hard to beat. It's gone off this morning a little bit. It's two fifty into two bucks. Yep. Um look I'm I'm always it's the European style of, of training and maybe the East Coast style of training a bit more. This is seventy days for a horse that's gonna lead at eighteen hundred meters. We don't we don't really see that out west very often. So I've just got that Little bit of concern about the fact that um, Maricino uh, will be fresh, and it's, it's a matter of fitness, really. It's, it's a class horse by panels in that race. Um, but yeah, again, I'm about two dollars ten Maricino, so I'll be hoping there's a little drift late, and we can, um, yeah, we can get something back and something mid twos would be nice. Righto, I need your best, and look in the Lex Piper. I, I want to know whether or not you had Gage Rhodes in there too, because I thought it could bounce back. And like all the king's men, I don't think I could go again. No, it's it's funny actually. I, I floated to someone yesterday. I said, "Have a look at the the last run from what was the race? All the king's men was in the challenge stakes. Have a look at all the king's men's run, and then have a look at a horse called Wozek who's in this race. I'm not tipping Wozek, but Wozek was a significantly better run. All the king's men's three bucks. Wozek's thirty bucks. So I mean, 
And all the Kings men's drawn off. They've put the visors back on. Yep. There's not much speed in this, so it wouldn't surprise me if Harvey ends up uh, going around the mid-race and ending up in the breeze. Look, it, it can win. I have no issue with it winning. It's probably the best credentialed horse, but it's coming off a failure, and it's well under the odds. So we've got to try and get it beaten, Miles. Um, I think the leader's going to stop on them, and Gage Rhodes has drawn two, which means Gage Rhodes is going to be on the um, on the fence. And I reckon, um, unless Paddy Carberry can, uh, can do some manoeuvring, I reckon that fence could be an ugly spot to be in this race because I think the leader will be the first horse beaten here. So I'm, I'm going to follow up on a horse which had done this show a few weeks ago, Planet Cash. I thought that was a far better win um, than it's been given credit for. And I've actually marked it a, uh, a slight favourite here. So I'm, um, I'm happy to back Planet Cash each way, horse number three. Probably just about the best. I know on a tough card, probably about the best bet, I reckon. I reckon we'll see something about $7, $8 each way late as well. Have you got anything uh, else for us just quickly? Yeah, race five, we'll have a little uh, little spec on a roughy here. Whenever an apprentice goes on, one that's been winning for Pike and Harvey, I'm happy to take it on to a degree. I think Casino 17 will be hard to beat. But look, I'm pretty confident they will roll to the top here with bold success. Yes! Um, whether it's good or enough, the old boy at this stage of proceeding, I'm not sure, but you just know it's a perfect speed map. It's a front-running apprentice, um, and it was ridden um, incorrectly last start. Uh, well, it just didn't find it didn't find the top, which it needs to do. So, like the wide gates, it's going to go around fifteen, sixteen, seventeen dollars each way. So that's an easy investment. I've marked it second favourite. That's an easy investment for me. Uh, and jumping to the last capital mile, flight, so the, please tell me capital flight. Oh, I'm a bit bit concerned about capital flight. So I'll give you a positive stat, though. Luke Campbell has had four rides on the horse, and he's never lost. He's four from four. So that's something, uh, if, you, if you're in the capital flight camp, that's definitely um, in your favour. But I was a little disappointed with the run behind uh, the champion, Alatorian, a few weeks ago, and then he was scratched at the gates last week. Uh, it was just a knock. It was nothing um, interior, so it was just a knock. So that's okay. But it just depends what the tactics are. If they lead and roll, I think it'll probably win. But my feel is they want to ride it with cover, and that gets ugly. So happy to uh, have something on the horse below it. Number three, go forward. I think it'll park just off them. It's been a bit of a nemesis of mine over the journey, but it needs a firm deck. I think Ascot, soft draw, two trials. Last trial was brilliant. Um, I think if it's close enough to those top couple who are deep into a prep, um, it can get them fresh. Terry, you're a star, mate. We'll chat next week. Thanks, Miles. Terry Layton there. Uh, he's the wizard from the West. And speaking of wizards, he, this man himself, from Punt123, you can download the app today. You go to punt123.com.au. I speak of, well, the child prodigy himself, the superstar from Squash. His name is Jack Watts. Hello, buddy. <laughs> Hello, Milo. Uh, thanks for having me once again. Speaking of squash, we're just down here at Rare Hair at Jackalope, just having a nice Friday lunch down here, so things are going beautifully. But it's about time I give you a winner, huh? Yeah, well, I did say if that other horse won, I would have done the show naked. And my clothes are on, big boy. My clothes are on. But you know what I don't have? I don't have a pair of boardies. Uh, so if you could just flick a couple of those through from that little plug, I'd appreciate it. Huey, you know I'd love a pair. Thank you. They'll be coming across this week. Don't you worry about that. Hey, hey why aren't you on this buck show with me? Which one? <laughs> well... Well, maybe give Juice a call, but Juice's Buck shows tomorrow. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I played too much golf with him last week. I got sick of the man. So, yeah, but, that's you know too much time. With, too much time with him can be a bit of a problem. Exactly. Hey, what have you got for us All this right. week, my friend? You're okay, Jew. Well, you are Jew. You are Jew. I'm very Jew, and with everything, you need to start with a strong foundation, Milo. So, I'm giving you a winner tonight. At Canterbury. You know I've got eyes everywhere. Yep. 
So I spoke to my sister, who's at racing.com, who spoke to Chris Waller's auntie's cousin once removed, <laughs> and he said that, an idiot. that Kazoo at Canterbury Race 8, number 7, it's got J-Mac on board. It just wins. I got it at 260. It might have come in a little bit now, but that thing just bolts in at Canterbury. So that gets the, that gets, gets the kitty started. Well, I, it, it, it'd go be to... good to know that I've tipped, and Tommy Haylock have tipped Kazoo its last two times. So we do like the horse. And how's it? And has it won? Or? It won and ran third, which you should know, okay. doing these crosses. Okay. Yeah, well... <laughs> You're the mailman. I don't care about its last couple. I just care about it winning, getting past that post first tonight. Yep, and what else and you it got? Does that. And then I've got Sandown, race five, number one, Maestro, $5. Um, up in distance, improved second up. I think that's $5, beautiful value there. Yep. And then, and then I go to one of my favourite horses of all time, Alligator Blood, race eight, number two at Sandown. We love the Alligator Blood, don't we, Milo? Oh, well, the owners, they're funny, they're funny characters, aren't they, with what's happened with the ownership? But he's a big chance, Alligator Blood, big chance. It, it just wins at 370. Loves it first up. Um, five of eight at the distance. We love the blood. And uh, my last is a roughie, race number nine, number three, Masked Crusader at $26. Long time since it's last one, but um, goes back. But it will love the chance up the long straight. A lot of uh, space for it. And Masked Crusader, I think, is a, is a sneaky chance at $26, Milo. What's a year of jet? Hunt one, two, three. That has all the that you need this weekend. Don't you worry about that. Uh, mate, always appreciate you coming on. You enjoy the rest of your lunch, and we're looking forward to those boardies coming my way. Thank you, Milo. See you, mate. <laughs> Jack Watts there. Thanks to Punt123. Make sure you download the apps today. And as always, gamble responsibly. We're loving our friends at Punt123. It's news time. But guess what? Coming up on the other side of this, we've got the boys from the Cast Patrol of TikTok. They're TikTok sensations. Huey Fitzpatrick to join me in the studio. We're going to have a laugh with these lads. They sound like a good time. We'll be back in a moment. This is the Form Lounge. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Make sure you download the SEN app to never miss a tip from the Magic Man. Well, welcome back to the Form Lounge. I've been looking forward to this. We've just gone 12.36 Eastern. Huey Fitzpatrick joins me in studio. Huey, hello to you. Milo, listeners, how are we? Hey, uh, mate, I'm looking forward to this. These boys, I've seen their, some of their TikToks. You've seen their work on TikTok. They are the cast patrol. I don't know how this is going to work. We've got three of them on the line. We've got Mick, Agent Jimmy, joining us. Your boys, you're live right around the country. Thanks for joining us. Who am I talking to first? Uh, you're talking with uh, Mick from the cast patrol, but we're all here uh, hovering around the phone and we're excited. Thanks for getting us on SDN track today. No, that's yeah, all right, boys. You. Cannot wait. Mate, good to have you guys on. We love we love some of your stuff. Now, introducing Hasbro to Gay Waterhouse, is, we'll get to that a little bit later. Um, you, you're NRL, you're racing. Just tell us, how did, did you boys go to school together? How did you get together and decide you're going to do a podcast to, and, and go away with your social media stuff? Yeah, thanks very much for that. So it's age here. Um, Mick is my cousin, actually, first cousins, and his mate is Jimmy. And now we're all like best mates. Can't, can't get enough of these blokes. But, yeah, we're all over NRL and particularly racing as well. And, yeah, we just love doing this content for everyone. And then I think Jimmy came with us the idea. He goes, boys, everyone's doing a podcast. They're talking about racing. We're, we're better than some of these people. 
we, we can give it to them. So we, we started the car patrol and it's been going really well for us over the last nine months. I was going to say, boys, it's kind of like a decision when you've had a big night, the three of you get around and you start going, I'll tell you what, if you do, boys, let's start a podcast. I'm, is that what was happening? A little late night in the session you've, and you dropped the idea like, oh, we'll, we'll change the podcast we're going to get three blokes talking about the pun and the NRL. Honestly, that's, that's exactly what happened. I think we came home from, from a night out and we were just heaps pissed and we just got around the phone and just started talking shit. And yeah, we, it was like a bit of a troll. And then we had to listen back the next morning and thought, yeah, why not? Let's, let's do it. Sorry. You're on air, boys. You're on air, boys. Yeah, you, you you know, know, live on air, boys. You, you know, can just tidy that up just a fraction. A around, the, around the country, guys. No, that's yeah, all good. On. Hey, um, so, so lads, whereabouts are you from? And have you got... Is it just been an interest with the punt just in general? Or it's like, have you got any connections to racing whatsoever? Yeah, so we're all based in Sydney and not too far away from Royal Randwick. So we've all sort of grown up, like our parents, into horse racing and just a few friends that actually worked for a few trainers around uh, New South Wales. So that's sort of how how we got the interest in horse racing. And, uh, yeah, we haven't really looked back since you got 18. You make the betting account and you start to love the game even more. 100%. 100%. Now, boys, we were, we were trolling through your TikTok the other day, and we saw, obviously, Gay Waterhouse. How did you, how did you come across arguably the biggest queen in racing? I labelled her a queen the other week on Giddy Up, and you got three peanuts, and you're talking to... <laughs> that was <laughs> the, best. Oh, the best. So good. How the hell did you do that? <laughs> oh, oh, mate, we still pinch ourselves every single day. Um, our mate Cameron, uh, he actually set up the interview because he used to work with Gay Waterhouse. She, I don't think, knew that it was going to be all four of us in an interview, uh, she just thought it was a simple, I don't know, phone call interview. And then we sort of pushed, oh, let's do a trophy room um, video camera set up and everything. And, yeah, she got there as a bit shocked, but she's amazing. She's exactly what you see on TV. She's an amazing persona. And it was honestly an unreal experience, one we won't forget. How do you boys go on the punt? Do you, like, I know that you've, uh, you've got a keen eye. Like, I love the footage of the Warham win. And even when you're watching it back and you know what's going to happen, we all react the same, don't we? Just like, oh, when you know, the horse crosses the line. But... How do you go on the punt? Have you got a, a sort of a form bloke in amongst the three of you, or do you study it pretty hard? Is some better than other? How do you how do you work out what you're backing? Well, honestly, like um, for us, we're, we're big on replays. Um, that's how, that's how we really do the form. Like we're really just you know, whatever we see to the eye, we watch you know the last three runs and how they go, and then obviously after we watch the replay, we'll, we'll stack up you know um, their weight and you know what race they're in and so that sort of thing, but. Yeah, there's no really, um, I guess, method behind it. Yeah, we just um, yeah, just love watching the races and, yeah, follow it from there. Unreal, unreal. Now, boys, I was also, you do NRL, you do racing. And I trolled across one. Now, Jimmy, this is for you. A bit of dating advice also gets on the old podcast. <laughs> uh, any, any, any joy on that front? Now, Miles and I, we're both single single men. So if, if you've got any tips for us, we'd, lo- we'd love some. Yeah, no, so yeah, started off um, obviously as a podcast single, but um, yeah, managed to find love along the way. Oh, strike rate, strike rate, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, no, strike rate, yeah, I think it's uh, 100% at the moment, so yeah, it's, it's gone good. Yeah, only got it because of the podcast, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. Hey, uh, what about the merchandise, lads? People can get involved. Where can we follow you? Where can we buy the merch? We're all about it uh, and, and pumping you blokes up. We'd love to have you on again. Mind you, we just got to clear it through legal uh, before we get you back on. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, where can we get I, the? I we'll have a word with Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> where can we get the merchandise, boys? And how can we follow you? Yeah, perfect. So we recently released some merchandise. They're the perfect punting uh, t-shirts. We call them. You can wear them out to the punting room, at home on the lounge, out with the boys. Club, as Adrian wears it. 
But if you want to get involved and buy the punting tees, you can buy them at www.thecastpatrol.com.au and to follow us on all social medias at The Cast Patrol. Love it, love it. Now, we got we need a winner. We need a winner for yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, so, best so bet so from you, boys. You got, you, you're you right around the country right now. You've got to come in with a bag. I'll tell you what, I'll guarantee you, if you tip us a winner, boys, we'll get you back on, but you can't tip Anamora or in secret. We need one each, too. Oh. One each and a Cast Patrol multi. Yeah, yeah, we need something from you here. All right, so I think best of the day tomorrow, race one, Sandown, number six, right you are. He's got the fitness edge on most of his rivals. He's absolutely airborne. He'll go forward and, yeah, they won't they won't beat him. Like it. Have we got any others you want to roll out? Uh, roll out. Well, race two, number five, Wave Rider Bowie will run well each way. Race six, number four, Young Verther. He's a bit of a nonny, but I reckon he, he was group one place last prep, second up, so... He comes into this well. And then Chain of Lightning in the Oakley. He loved his first up run, so he'll run well tomorrow. Oh, Chain of Lightning in the Oakley. Boys, love having you on. Uh, Deadset loved it. Looking forward to watching more of your, of your TikToks. Uh, and like, do some more of the reaction stuff and the last man standing with the chips I enjoyed too. Don't worry about that. <laughs> but lads, uh, we'll get you on again soon, a bit later on in the year, because uh, we're all about getting everyone else more involved with and, uh, racing and more hyped up. So keep doing what you're doing, fellas. You're bloody legends. Thank you very much, Legends, for getting much. us on. Uh, and remember, back cast never lasts. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, boys. Well done. Oh, love it. Mick Age and Jimmy there for the cast patrol. Jeez, I didn't know how we were going to go there for a little bit, Huey. <laughs> we just had our compliance meetings yeah. during the week where we replay any mistakes. We said, but, but I'm not sure it was Jimmy. I'm not sure who it was, but he put the tongue tie on after we pulled him up. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I just might. I'll just say, I don't, because we have to, but we apologise for anybody that did hear that. But you know that they didn't mean it. They're just a bit nervous and um, uh, with that went. But I, I found it rather humorous, but we do apologise uh, for that going out. We're going to go. What are we going to do? We're going to go to a break or are we going to Curly? Uh, we're breaking up. We, we'll go to a break. We'll be back right after this. And Huey, thanks so much for jumping in, mate. Appreciate Cheers, it. Cheers, boys. Loving the show. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Make sure you download the SEN app to never miss a tip from the Magic Man. Well, welcome back to the Form Lounge. Miles Fitzner with you. A few off the text. What were Terry's last two? Um... He was taken on capital flight with a second favourite in the last at Ascot. They'll all be up on the podcast and go up there as well. And someone mentioned about reading the horse number, and they do, but I ask you to go to the podcast. Um, it's a lot to write down. I remember I'm also in Melbourne. Um, go to the podcast if you can. Type in Betfair Edge. You can just scroll through. They will all be there. But in the last, his last two were Go Forward uh, in that, and Race 5, number four, was his other tip there, which was Bold Success. So... Race five, number four, and race nine, number three. Um, uh, listen to that short. Um, someone, I've got no idea what that says. Uh, good day, Fitz Magic. Best today's a misery. Mr. Brightside and Sensical each way in the diamond. Good on your Ronnie. I noticed Mask Crusaders unbeaten in Melbourne on a turn. Obviously, hates the straight. It's a good stat. Uh, good mail for the John O'Shea, Jinquera in Kazoo's race from Benny Said. And uh, I've read out a few of the others there. Dids likes uh, race two, number nine in Canberra, said to load up. Hey, let's get this man on. He's from the Mailbag Bloodstock. And you know what? I'm going to make a point of it. This way. What we're going to talk about is this and then the horse. 
Well, there's a little horse waiting at the bottom of the English lot. He's been waiting down there, waiting for a race. They never ever see him from the top. He gets pushed around, knocked to the ground. He gets to his feet and he screams. What about Keith? It's all about Keats. Uh, try to get him into the All-Star Mile and we'll chat to Shane Kelly. Oh, hello, brother. G'day, mate. Um, I've got goosebumps listening to Nolsey belt that out. <laughs> I tell you what, whoever's in charge of your campaign, they've done a bloody good job. It, it's been the 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 tea towel guy or the teapot teacup guy. Oh, that mate, that is that is all time one of the best things I've ever seen. That that was um, that was next level, wasn't it? Um, Shane at themailbag.com.au if you need marketing support in your business. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, that was something else. Um, and then we had, uh, yesterday, we had Steve Bradbury uh, throw his support behind the underdog that he's Keats trying to get into the race. Um, we're on billboards in Hoddle Street. We're on murals in the CBD. Um, we've done everything we possibly can. And uh, he's a genuine underdog, Miles, but um, he's got a good racing pattern that gives himself every chance. And... Um, He's in, he's in tomorrow with a good chance as well in the Peter Young Stakes at Group 2. So uh, we're hanging in there. We're ninth in order. We're just ahead of She's a Belter um, on the vote. So um, we really need to, to get everyone behind the Aussie battler. Let's keep. And that's what, you know what that's uh, what I'm about, is about getting the battlers in. You didn't pay a lot for him. The horse has been good. So if you are out there, go to the All-Star Mile right now. Go and vote for Keats. Just go and vote for him. If you haven't got a vote, you didn't want to vote and you don't care, just do me a favour if you can and please go and put him in and we want to get the battler in the race because just even for more content, it's just going to be even better um, to get him in. Like, genuinely, where do you think you're sitting right about now? Like, are, are you confident? Oh, I'm not confident. I mean, there's um, there's a lot of good horses that come that are racing on Saturday, which can put their hand up. I mean, you look at a horse like Gold Trip, who's the Melbourne Cup winner, who's currently thirteenth in order. Um, you know, we've um, we've outmarketed Gold Trip, if you like. Probably don't know whether we'd beat him in a thirty-two hundred meter race, Mom. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, we're we're up against him tomorrow. Uh, so yeah, there's uh, I mean, there's plenty of good horses. The, the good horses have got the votes, though. Miles and the good horses are going to get the votes. So, um, you know, add a bit of flavour to the race, get Keats in. We'd greatly appreciate any support. Have you got anything else for us very, very quickly before we go? Yep. Uh, the best trainer in Queensland, Miles, is Tony Gollan. Yep. He's the best, one of the best at placing horses. He's, his profit on turnover with maidens, particularly, is enormous. But his profit on turnover of maidens in metro-class races is even bigger again. So he's very good at placing them. He's got a horse that he's taking to Lismore today, Miles, in the maiden. It's the it's a Bob's bred horse, so you get the extra Bob's bonus for winning. And Tony, being the astute trainer that he is, has identified a very, very weak, winnable Bob's maiden for his debut runner in race uh, race five, number eight, duly elected. If you like anything around the country, chuck this in the in the uh, in the multi. Uh, it's only around. 220, but it'll be winning race five, number eight, duly elected.
Well, uh, I'm going to be backing it. And you know what? For giving me that winner, I'm going to go and vote for Keats myself. We really want Keats to get a push and get in the race, mate. Thanks so much for everything you do for me. And uh, I'll chat to you again next week. And I'll do my best to try and get the big boy in. Well, very appreciative of the support. Uh, talk soon, girls. Thanks, mate. Shane Curlio there from the mailbag. Low on time. Desperately late for a break. Back in a moment. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. You're listening to Fitzy's Form Lounge with Miles Fitzner. Make sure you download the SEN app to never miss a tip from the Magic Man. Welcome back to the Form Lounge. About a minute left of the show, or two minutes. So get your pens and pencils, as Tags would say. Form guides, be ready. It's time for the mail. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Here's the mail, it never fails, it makes me want to wag my tail, when it comes I want to will. I just want to let you know off the top, just as we're sliding through the rest of the show, is that I am shopping a fair bit of value with some better bets throughout the day. I've got a couple over at Morfittville. Let's start race six, number five, when the dealing's done. David Jolly, Sophie Logan won its last two. Uh, this is another simple grade race, this. It's $2.90 currently. Uh, I think it'll be winning Morfittville, race six, number five. We move to race eight. Is the Lord Ream Stakes. Why Grand Promenade is $5 in this race? I have no idea. Uh, I'll be backing it uh, each way all day, Grand Promenade. $5 and even money. Race eight, number one at Morfittville, Grand Promenade. Go to Ascot. Race seven, number one, Admiration Express. That will be the best over there in Ascot. Um, now, let's go to Sandown. There's a value place. Now, don't forget you can go and podcast this uh, and you can get them. Go to the podcast. Go to Fitzy's form. Get the podcast and listen. Race four, number one, Sebenak each way. Race six, I'm with the Misery in the Blue Diamond. Steel City saving VC. Race eight, I'm backing Nugget. And race nine, I'm backing Lofty Strike and I Am Me. And then up at Randwick. Uh, race six, number two, Blanc de Blanc. Then, then I'm having a, a decent bet here. Race seven, number eight, Sunshine in Paris and really keen on Ruthless Dame. And race ten, uh, race nine, number ten, think about it, I think we'll win. They are the best bets. Don't forget, if you missed any of them, just go to the podcast and hit it. Cam Luke, Campbell Brown up next for Trackside. Also on Saturday, I'll see you again Sunday. Everyone have a great weekend.